0: Tuesday, March 3rd, 3 a.m. Overnight, the temperatures rise well above freezing, bringing an early thaw, and with it, an ill tide both figuratively and literally. Nothing so visually dramatic as a pyre of necromantic energy or an exploding historic cabin. At least, not at first. For the moment, there's no wind. Lake Champlain is eerily quiet, the supernaturally dead air leaving it nearly a flat glass sheet reflecting the barely visible clouds above in the overcast sky. Despite the still waters, the depths are midnight black, and something stirs in the unseen abyss. A small stinking column of bubbles rises in the middle of the lake, a lifeless fish gently breaking the surface shortly thereafter, then another. And another. And another. Scores of bass, salmon, and trout float to the top of Lake Champlain, their bloated corpses littering the rocks and beaches in and around the Burlington area. Later, an unusually warm start to the day in Burlington, Vermont, brings a shift in atmosphere, as the residents wake to an unusual smell. As the cooler air starts to push the wind across the lake once more, the stench becomes impossible to ignore.
1: Yum. Oh.
2: I read a Junji Ito book where this happened, and it did not end well, so...
1: <laughs> a laughing fish.
0: So, let's talk about major milestones and you! So, we're gonna basically be giving you all a major milestone now, which is, uh, to say, a, a big power-up. It's basically like a big old level-up in any other system. So you guys get one more point of refresh. Woo!
1: Woo! Woo! Woo. Woo.
0: So basically, you get one more fate point to play around with, either one new fate point every refresh, or one fate point to sink into stunts and powers. And you're also all getting a skill point, and the opportunity to do a little bit of uh, housekeeping on your sheet. Uh, Christine, I think you had a particularly good plan for what you were doing with this major milestone.
3: I've been waiting for this. Um, It is a stunt that allows Desdemona to roll her performance instead of deceit. And I've entitled it, What's the Difference? Which used to be one of my aspects, but I've changed that aspect to Teacup-loving Tailspinner.
0: Which is lovely. I mean, we all know about Dez and T. We do indeed. And with these last couple episodes, the interlude, we found out more about Dez's past and why she might have that uh, performance skill uh, make sense as sort of her placeholder for deceit when lying to people when applicable. So very good. Um, Is there anything you want to drop that stun point into?
3: Um, I was thinking of move my my conviction up to a plus four from a plus
0: three. Ooh, nice.
3: Maybe she won't die so much if she ever does the sight again.
0: <laughs> well, it also makes it easier for you to drop power into your spells when you're not using them as roads. Indeed.
3: Oh, Did the kitty's it, yeah, what crying other... on the other side of the door. <laughs>
0: Let
3: him
2: Aww. in No yeah, baby.
0: No <laughs> What other big plans do we have for this you know, let's just call it a level up, sure.
2: Um, well, I have decided to uh add plus one to no to my discipline, so Al Albion has a discipline a discipline of plus three. He also is gonna take a stunt called person of conviction. Which means he may use conviction instead of presence to determine his social stress capacity, which bumps him from a social stress track of two to
0: four. Whoa. I mean, yeah, you do kind of, you do interpose yourself into social stuff a lot, and it's usually because of your (laughs) deeply held personal beliefs. So, you know, I guess that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? It does. So now I have four boxes in all three of my stress tracks. Wow. Okay. Show off.
2: <laughs> Brag. Actually, wait a minute. Uh oh yeah, no, it's it is four. Never mind.
0: Yeah, because moving your discipline up to three also gave you a four stress track on mental. So, uh, what what'd you got, Gwen?
4: I I'm I'm reading through things and seeing if I can because I don't currently I don't have a plan for Ro for being better, although she did add investigation to her plus
1: one, ah, um, okay.
4: Because she needs to be more, you know, investigative in a mystery.
0: Investigatory.
4: <laughs> yeah, that. Um. Other than that, I don't know yet.
0: And that's fine because you can actually do stunts and stuff on smaller refreshes. Powers, mm-hmm. I think, come on significant. So, yeah, it's okay. Uh so wait on that a little bit. And uh Darius, yep. anything in mind for for uh, for Sylvester here?
1: Uh, I don't know. Throw the point endurance,
0: I guess. That's fair. I don't know. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I expected. Okay. So, yeah, uh everybody, you are going to get a refresh and it is at your new uh adjusted refresh level. If that has changed, and for most of you it has gone up by one. So am I at eight now? Yeah. How do you know? Mine has it because I took a stunt. Okay. Oh right. Uh yes, two of you it didn't go up because you took a stunt, and for two of you, you didn't take a stunter power, so more points. Actually, I wanna know, I'm very curious, what's everyone's fate point total right now? Eight. Uh Albion has four. I have six. Guys has four. Wow, you guys have a lot of fate points. Yeah, we've
3: been stockpiling. Yeah, well <laughs> <laughs> we've done fluff that episodes. Interlude arc
0: helped us get a bunch of them. Also oh, I'm a human. <laughs> yeah, you're a pure mortal, so you do get a bunch. Hummins. Alright. Cool. So that's good. That that can be like a top of episode discussion that we uh that we have about all that. Um great so yeah uh i guess the editing is going to be i guess like just this is a little more piecemeal than normal but only because we have multiple stuff multiple things to cover uh before we do before we get too heavy into it um oh man oh shit i need to look something up real quick is this for uh, bad reasons? Because don't no. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is this is actually uh, this is for this is for stuff that you guys are going to want to know. Um, How to kill lots
3: of fish fast. <laughs>
0: uh, let's see. You oh. eat them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. Uh, great. Um, I I just needed to. To know a uh, a couple of names of things, because uh, Des was doing personal project work uh, during the the interlude. Um. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh. Oh. Okay. Uh. Great. <laughs> okay. Good. 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 Yes. Yes. Is yes, yes. Uh. Okay. I love it, um, okay, so, um, yeah, so Christine's personal project was researching shipwrecks in Lake Champlain, uh because you had that ghost ship in the very first episode, and we're bringing it back
1: hey. <gasps> finally, <gasps>
0: it's co- yeah, that information is becoming is going to become more relevant because Christine has clearly spent enough time to uh to learn some stuff
2: throw oh, or
0: a boatus the boat eats its own tail <laughs> <laughs> Oh my
4: gosh, do we need to be pirates you. now, cause I have so many shanties ready
0: <laughs> anyway I I'm, um, <laughs> I'm
4: serious <laughs> row is uh, captain now
0: <laughs> okay, uh let's see, uh okay, yeah, I need to know how to pronounce that fucking name. Um, anyway, I'm gonna drop this link into... I'm gonna drop... Oh! I see you've put some... some fish in there. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, it's this ship. This is... this is the one that you are certain it is now. So, click through that link there, Christine.
3: British Sloop ben. Mm-hmm.
0: I actually had a question myself. Ooh, What's up?
2: Uh, my question is, uh... Have I still been
0: seeing Cagney for appointments, or did the yeah, school probably. put a kibosh on that? Um, the school didn't put a a proper kibosh on that, if I recall. Um, there was some censure and a little bit of like, "Hey, be careful about your shit," but uh, I don't think you were forced to stop. Okay. Cool. It probably um, became more like, infrequent especially because you did kind of get the thing you needed to get out of it.
2: Yeah, uh, it's still helpful and honestly, Albion has just kind of Neat. Since it's not actually formal therapy, Albion has started to uh, you know, develop a relation, not a relationship relationship, but a friendship with Cagney, I think, and has been trying to help Cagney, uh get in touch with folks about the uh, like the supernatural stuff. Like I I feel like he would have tried to have Cagney and Dez get
0: coffee at least once. Or
2: tea. <laughs> I was
3: about to say.
0: <laughs> that makes sense actually. Um yeah. Okay. Yeah, that I think is definitely something that can uh that we can have played out in this episode. <laughs> I actually really like that. So, okay. so yes uh christine that's the ship um that's that's what you that's the information you were able to uncover and you were pretty sure it's that guy there um cool so uh i'm gonna have i'm actually going to let's see i think i'm gonna also start uh i'm gonna start with everybody doing a role um for a little bit of background stuff uh so all right so i'm gonna have everybody make an investigation roll we're gonna use eavesdropping the eavesdropping element of of that uh because you've been around town for the last month almost uh and you may have picked up on something but it's it's very unlikely, so we're going to set the eavesdropping uh, investigation target to a five to see if you happen to uncover some extra little info to help your investigation forward.
3: Well, that's a one. That's a,
4: uh, that's
2: a two. Zero. Well, that's a great first roll for uh, the new chapter. That's a negative
0: one. Oh, no. Anybody who wants to drop fate points and can justify the fate points that they're the aspects that they would want to use be my guest hey Darius
2: (laughs) you have eight fate points
1: do
0: I have to? I mean Gwen has six
1: Yeah, Gwen, Uh, and you roll higher.
4: Fine, we'll use a fate point, but that means that I'm going to be one less later, and that means I'm going to die, so you guys better bury me well.
0: Relax, I'm a doctor. We won't
4: let baby die.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, this will only get you to four, and the target is five, so you would have to throw another fate point at me, as long as you have two aspects.
4: Okay, well, that's, I gotta... So what, what am I trying to do here so I can justify these aspects?
0: So this is information that you would have basically overheard around town, um, potentially by being in the right place and at the right time, by trying to listen into conversations, uh, and just possibly having overheard something completely in passing, And you are probably the person who spends the most time downtown other than Mm -hmm. uh, maybe Sylvester.
4: All right. So I'm going to go with half manic, half pixie thief girl, because I am a trained thief and magician. Um, I'm good at picking up on things from far away if I need to. I've got excellent hearing. And allergic to bullshit. I can usually suss out what is the truth or is not the truth. And I use that to my advantage to know about this boat.
0: <laughs> I'll allow it. Like like I'm a judge <laughs> on law and order.
4: Perfect. That mm. But watch
2: yourself,
0: McCoy.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: So, Ro, uh, late February, as you've been going around town, I feel like you've been trying to avoid interactions with the local law enforcement, but probably you can't quite help yourself but try to overhear conversation that they might be having to see if maybe, you know, you're getting mentioned or anything relevant to you or perhaps your your father or just anything. It's one of those, like, yeah, this is a good thing to eavesdrop on to try to get the read on local anything, see if you can't get any tidbit or clue. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the most interesting thing that you pick up on is something related to the boat that got sort of dredged up on the morning of the new year uh morning of january 1st it it seems like uh you you happen to overhear them talking about the fact that there was a ship that was sunk that night actually something got sunk that night and also that very old ship seemed to have been dragged up from the bottom and uh You've you haven't heard conversation or discussion about the fact that some ship got sunk at all until just now, which is a little puzzling. Hmm. Christine, uh, Des yeah. has, in the meantime, clearly finished up investigating, uh doing some research on shipwrecks of Lake Champlain, and you are confident in what ship uh was the one that got dredged up onto the surface. Uh, The British sloop Boscoin, which was sunk in the Revolutionary War, which makes sense because remember those ghosts and zombie types? Yeah, they sure seem to be Revolutionary War soldiers. Mm -hmm. So it's morning, March 3rd, and uh, all of you at this point are awake and aware of the situation on the banks of the Champlain because, well for some of you it's like you can't not smell it um there are uh, especially i'm gonna say row downtown uh, because you're not too far you're only a few blocks away from the shore so yeah it smells like a fish market but worse oh like a yeah bad uh just because there are a lot of dead fish that are just sort of hanging out on the rocks and on the beaches and near the the pier where the ferry launches so yeah that's that's a fun way to wake up definitely you're the first one to i think be aware of that unless albion had reason to be closer to the water in the morning probably not just so i can avoid this (laughs) what's Rose's reaction to to waking up to this
4: uh first thought is damn i gotta move um, <laughs> second thought would be to go check it out but also like make sure that the the group gets the the text of hey something might be wrong come to me but yeah she's gonna go <laughs> check it out and she's bringing a knife
0: okay <laughs> As mentioned, it is an unusually warm March day. We're looking highs in the 50s, which for late winter in Burlington, Vermont, yeah, a bit odd. So I I assume that you are are dressed a little less warm than normal.
4: Yes. Just no no winter jacket this time.
0: Where are you hiding at this night? Um pant <laughs> <laughs> pants?
4: Yeah, just in the pant leg, just the one. <laughs> there's like a, a sheath on the inside of her pants, because there's a hole in the knee. So if she reaches through the hole of the knee, she can slide a knife out.
0: So that's the mechanics of this <laughs> are unbelievable. Knife pant. And this I is... use that word in the literal <laughs> sense. This is buckwide. I could put a
4: knife in my pants right now. Clink? <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> what's so confusing about this case.
0: <laughs> we're going to gloss over that because this is a show about magic. So, <laughs> we're just we're just not going to worry. <laughs> um so yes, uh down down at the park by the by the ferry uh ferry dock and restaurant, etc. You can see the friendship is still docked there, of course. And um yeah, there's a lot of dead fish. There's also people from the Vermont Fish and Wildlife Department. Uh, you can see at least one ranger in uniform there trying to, well, get a handle on whatever this is. So, yeah. Uh, you And there's clearly people, like, kind of trying to look and rubberneck at what the heck is going on. Because this is... Yeah, this is a bit of a weird thing on a Tuesday morning in March uh, to to experience. So you've got some rubberneckers, you've got some uh, fish and wildlife rangers, uh, you probably have some uh, police in the area just trying to make sure that uh, people can do their job unaccosted and that nobody's like taking up too much room in the actual dock area in the in the park there. So uh, how do you approach the situation? All
4: right. Um, I think I'm going to
0: walk over to the people who are just kind of trying to
4: see what's going on and try to ask around and be like, oh, hey, like, do we know what, what this was? What's going on?
0: Uh, Give me an investigation roll. I'm going to go with a flat zero, and every two shifts on top of that, you're going to get extra details. All
4: right. Well, that's a one. So,
0: <laughs> so you'll get very surface level stuff. Okay. Um, so yeah, so asking around, uh, there's you know somebody you're trying to figure out like, hey, what's going on? And it seems like it's still early, and people are still kind of waking up and seeing that this is a thing that's happening. So it seems like everybody's kind of out of the loop, uh, just like you. Oof but uh yeah you, you get the basic details that it seems like um with the war sudden warm turn in weather, it also brought just a bunch of bunch of dead fish floating to the surface, and now they're all kind of rotting on the shore, and uh that's that sucks all right, so and yeah that there seems to be an idea of a correlation <laughs> between the the surprise warm evening uh, the surprise warm night and whatever's going on here
4: Mm -hmm. okay and the the like fish and wildlife people are they surrounded by cops right now or
0: it's not so much surrounded by cops but there is that sort of obligatory local law enforcement presence just to keep keep things under control though um actually i'm gonna have you do i think empathy is the closest skill to what you're going to be doing here uh, trying to kind of read something about the purpose of certain individuals, uh, in this scene. So give me an empathy roll, and I'm gonna go with a target of three.
4: All right. So that is a negative, a negative two. Um. <laughs> Ooh, oh. Yeah. Ro, Rose not empathetic at all. She. she
0: uh. So yeah, I. Good thing it's not Monster of the Week. Yeah.
4: So I know nothing.
0: Uh. Okay, uh. <laughs> great.
3: Um, if you like, uh, Desdemona could have probably have biked down there by by then. If you want,
0: yeah, that's that's totally up to you. Though I'm very <laughs> interested in Rose's plan in this situation. I think the timing is that whatever Rose is going to be doing, <laughs> Des is going to rise, but definitely not in time to hey, stop uh, it. It'll be
4: her pulling up
0: as like you know, Rose in handcuffs or whatever. <laughs>
4: <laughs> please proceed then No, nope. don't is let me stop house. you
3: from getting arrested and going to jail
4: <laughs> okay but so yeah Ro has no sense of what's going on is something gonna happen before she does her thing no okay so uh... you,
0: you just failed an <laughs> empathy role you didn't get extra information that's all that happened
4: okay I didn't know if something like bad was gonna happen anyway I walk no, over no, no, no. and I pick up a fish and then I walk over to the fish and wildlife group um, and see if they acknowledge oh me God. before I say anything.
0: <laughs> so to be, to be clear, <laughs> uh, you walk over, and as you are getting close to the fish, <laughs> the dead bloated <laughs> fish carcass, a uniformed police officer is going to uh, tell you to stop because uh they're like what what are you what are you doing
4: oh uh, no, no, it's okay i'm uh I'm with the b v f w team
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not even gonna get to roll the seat on that because a no uniform, and b you had to hesitate like that, so the cop is just gonna look at you and just be like what?" No, get out of no, here. No, I'm a
4: plainclothes uh, fish fish lady. Um.
0: We know. We both know that's not true. Please stop, or I will arrest you. What's your you. badge number? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why you're harassing me for this. I'm trying to keep you safe, and right? I'm now. I'm trying
4: to do my job, and you're harassing me, Officer uh, Fancy Pants.
0: No. No, no, you're not. We both know that that's incorrect, and you're currently wasting my time and I'll
4: waste your time as long as I like because I don't think you realize exactly who I am, and I don't think that my uh your boss uh also my boss, but we're friends uh Sergeant Ditko is gonna like this <laughs> on your report. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>
0: You think just saying, Sergeant Dick, I have no idea what's going on, but genuinely, if you do not turn around and walk away in the next 10 seconds, I am going to arrest you.
4: All right, fine. And Ro turns around with her hands like up in the air, like she's giving up. And she's going to go back to the crowd and then try to make her way to the opposite side of where he is and try to pick up a different fish.
0: Okay, so... uh. This is definitely the point oh, at no. which Des has shown up.
4: <laughs> I just need, I need a fish.
0: <laughs> I know you want a fish, but, uh, so, so Des, you see Ro, uh, at the back of sort of a group of people rubbernecking, and you can see that she's sort of ducking behind them and trying to move around to the other side, and then walk toward... I guess, the edge of the water. Um, I'm going to have you make an alertness roll real quick there, Dez, And also, Ro, yeah. you please also make an alertness roll. Okay. Uh, your targets are both two.
4: All right, that's a five. It's a one.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, Ro, this, this dude's head is on a swivel and he clocks you immediately as you're trying to... Like be sneaky. So uh he he's he's starting to walk toward you. So in my high alertness, do I see Dez? Yes. Yes you do. Okay.
4: So what I do is I yell, Hey Dez. When he turns to look, I grab a fish and run to the people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you are not okay you do you misunderstand me he clocked you as soon as you tried to get around oh, this group of people okay. like you're nowhere close to any of these fish like he he knows exactly where you are at this moment in time he's, he's got people. his eye firmly on you
3: okay uh, all right. De des is des is wrinkling her nose at the smell of it the- from so she's gonna stick her scarf over her nose and mouth it doesn't help but she's gonna walk over to ro and what's going on
4: so i'm trying to go talk to this group of like people who know about fish and animals because maybe they know what's going on but there's a bunch of dead fish that washed up and this asshole over here in the belt and the uniform he's not letting me touch a fish ew why do you want to touch a fish because my plan was to pick up a fish and go oh this one's got something wrong with it and walk over and hand it to someone else and to say hey, this this one's a special dead fish, and then to be like, wow, I'm over here, What what's the haps? But no. So
3: you, you tried in plain sight to go pick up yes. a dead fish in front of a cop, and you have the power to be invisible. Yes. <laughs> okay.
4: <sighs> Death is um, smarter than
3: Roe. <laughs> <laughs> I've just had my tea today, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to try again
4: for using a fail? That's probably a good idea. And Rose just de- kind of defeated at this point. It's like, what, 9am? She's not having a good time. <laughs> okay, okay. Do, you, do you need someone to go distract the officer? I, if I don't would- know what I... I I don't know. Uh, if you want to go try to pick up a fish, I'll veil myself and then just walk over to that group, because um, I won't need a fish if I'm invisible. Uh, but I don't. All
2: right, I don't Albion's pick gonna up a a fish. pull up about now and um,
0: pay for parking. <laughs> and it's a holiday. A twenty-episode brick joke. <laughs> Twenty-five episode it's not, almost. <laughs> it's not a holiday, so I actually have to pay for parking. Is March a um, holiday? No.
4: What if it's a secret holiday?
0: Stop.
3: Well, like if you wait like twelve more days or something, it's St. Patrick's Day in our world. Fourteen. 14. I I'm bad at things. Haven't you
0: noticed that?
2: Albin's here, <laughs> so he comes out and he's wearing a uh, a sort of a rebreather mask kind of thing to try and fight the scent. And he's uh, gonna kind of saunter up to Dez and Roe and be like, So, why's Ro pouting?
4: <laughs>
3: Ro wants a fish. a
4: fish. A
3: dead fish.
2: Why? I don't want to explain This is gonna it help again. the investigation.
4: It was, but now it's not. So, any smart guy plan would be good.
2: <laughs> Albie's just gonna walk up like he
0: belongs there and pick up a fish. <laughs> um. Okay, so you are going to attempt to walk over like you belong there. Again, not in any sort of a discernible uniform. And you're just going to walk over there. Okay. I got a plan. Don't worry. That's what Ro said. That's what Gwen said, rather. <laughs> yeah.
4: Also, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Hold up. While he's doing this, Ro sends a text to Sylvester and says, Bring your doctor coat. We need a doctor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sylvester's going to send back an emoji of a middle finger that's in his complexion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says OMW. Yeah. It's
2: it's not like not necessarily like he belongs for, like it's not even a big deal for him to just walk uh like a little ways down the beach from where the people are doing the research and uh just pick up a dead fish. <laughs>
0: Uh, there is a different officer in your way. <sighs> yeah, he's just gonna look up. Uh, howdy, is there a
2: problem with me, uh, checking this out, officer?
0: Uh, y- yeah, are you with, uh, are you with the department over there? I, I don't see a badge.
2: Oh, no, I'm just a local hunter. And, uh, I'm just, you know, curious. See, I, I do some, I do some hunting, I do some game, I do a bit of fishing in my off time, and... I just, I can't help but be curious as to what the hell's going on, and I doubt y'all are gonna miss one fish, so, uh, it it, it wouldn't be a huge deal for me to just take one off your hands, would it?
0: That is, well, that's not exactly my call, that would be, well, the Fish and Wildlife Department, one of them over there would have to make that decision. I'm mostly here to make sure nobody does anything stupid, like show up and try to touch a dead fish that could have any sort of disease on it. I've been that's all I've been asked to do is make sure that nobody disrupts what uh the fish and wildlife folks are doing over there. And uh well, do they unfortunately falls into that category. <laughs> that's
2: fair and all I'm just wondering what have they been saying about what's going on? Do you have any ideas? Cause uh I mean like I said, local hunter fisher if this is something that's gonna mess with her. Best with that that's con- that's reason for concern that's how that's my trade
0: did they uh, do they know what's going on you they heard anything well okay so I'm gonna say that you uh you should use a rapport role because you are trying to get something out of this person that maybe they wouldn't normally give uh so I'm gonna say uh, roll a rapport and they're gonna roll an empathy uh, they're gonna roll an empathy in response
2: all righty. Oh shit, four pluses.
0: Whoa. That's a six. <laughs> Dang, dude. Well, uh they yeah, they don't see any reason why they shouldn't be friendly and uh, cordial just kind of you're basically somebody just shooting the shit with them about something that seems like it concerns them. So, you know, that they're, they're fine with that. It's like, "Oh, well, Look, why don't I get uh why don't I get one of them over here when when they have a when they have a chance? You know, if you don't mind waiting around, like it's important to you. So uh, if you don't mind just sort of waiting in an obvious spot, I can have one of them talk to you uh, when they have a moment. Yeah, that sounds fine, <laughs> officer. Thank you, I appreciate your time. Uh, yeah. So can I uh can I get a name? Uh, cause I uh I'm... Yeah, that's Albion. Uh, call me Albion. Uh can I I mean I don't know any oh, other Albians, names but oh, last name too, you, yeah, Albion Graves. Okay, yeah, thank you. Uh that's that's very helpful. Uh mister Mr. Graves, I will uh I'll let you know I'll give you a holler when one of them's free. Thank you so much, appreciate it. Um and he's gonna wander back and just be like
2: look at Ro. Look at Des <laughs> Look back at Ro.
0: It's not hard.
4: Ro doesn't answer. She's mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, Welcome
0: Sylvester to, to the party.
1: Am <laughs> um, I here yet? Yes. Oh, okay.
0: The gang's all here. Why am I here? Well, I mean, you can smell in the air while you're here. I can smell that, but I'm
1: like, why are we here? <laughs> well, <let's sighs> <go
0: ahead.
2: laughs> Look, man. If there's all these fish done, I have... No doubt. It is part of the bullshit we've been dealing with.
1: Okay, so what? You want to get a fish?
2: (laughs) No, I don't need one. I was just trying to get the attention of uh, the folks from uh, over there, see if they can give us a good lead to start off of. And why are you here in your doctor's
1: coat? (laughs) Because this one, pointing <laughs> to row only bring my doctor's coat, so I assume you needed someone with authority to bullshit your way past some shit.
4: I wanted a, per- like a scientist and to pretend, but Albion already got it.
1: I mean, doctors I'm aren't sorry. actually scientists, but still.
4: But you could be a scientist. I believe in you, buddy.
1: <laughs> Why the hell would I be a scientist when I'm already a doctor? I'm not starting from scratch, Row. I've been down that road. I ain't doing that shit again. We already got this far. We're going no further.
4: It doesn't matter now.
1: <laughs> but doctors help people. Scientists mess around with shit and they find new shit. I ain't a scientist. I'm a doctor. The difference. The point being, so what? We gotta talk to the fish and wildlife people. See what they know. Pick their brains. I got business cards. <laughs> yes.
2: yes. No. Uh, I told him. I'm, I told him I'm a hunter and that. If this concerns my my trade, then uh,
0: I would like some details. And he, it's you will I, notice. I just realized. I just realized that your cover story is that you're a hunter, and I'm actually mad at you. I have
1: a question. <laughs> I did not lie once. I have a question.
2: Yeah,
4: it's not. Did a you a- bring your hunting
1: license with you?
0: Ugh. actually, does Albion have a proper hunting <laughs> license? Is the question. Yeah. Is it in uh, your trunk? I don't know if you've been in the state of Vermont long enough to have gotten one. Oh, does boy. Does
4: Des or Sylvester have one?
0: Uh, okay, I want you to picture Des with a hunting license right now. I
4: don't now. know what she does in her free time. <laughs> Maybe she hunts wild boar.
2: Drink tea, read books, and do medium readings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's her job. I mean, she did carve up a mean <laughs> daikon radish
0: one time. <laughs>
2: Well, Michael, do I need to make like a resources role to have one?
0: So the the issue is you would have to have applied for one and gotten one and I actually don't know how long that takes. What I do know here, Google it. Well, I am I am looking at the license application right now. For <laughs> a non resident.
4: Well, keep in mind that their procedure right now might be a little bit longer, given the circumstances of 2020 here it also
3: doesn't really matter unless the npc cop were to ask for it per se
4: yeah but now he's
0: going to yeah but if they do you might need that (laughs) well currently tom rolled a really good rapport so they didn't even bother to ask for the hunting license like if somebody walked up to you and said oh i'm a fisher and you would you go oh show me your license that i don't think that'd be the first thing you'd say you'd just be like oh what do you fish all right, oh, cool. yeah. So we don't so forget. from a rapport standpoint, yeah, I think you've bluffed past that ne- that necessity. That's true. It's not what you're All doing right. of a real anal cop. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man.
2: I think I think we're in the clear here because uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, I can be a smooth
0: talker when I put my mind to it. <laughs> so as as this discussion is this fun little uh. <laughs> little argument among friends is happening uh i would like everybody to make an alertness roll the target oh, is shit. uh the target is a five but christine yeah for dez it's a one.
3: Oh, okay well it's a three for dez
1: well,
0: i got a zero so whatever
2: negative two i got I got a uh, three, but I'm gonna tag um, Odin,
0: Blessed of Shadows, to give myself a five.
4: I lied, mine's a negative one.
0: You, uh, okay. You really want to make this particular, uh, particular roll, all right. Yeah, why not? So, well, I-,
3: I made the roll, too.
0: Yes, I know. Uh, And you made it, uh, rather well. So, Albion... Since you are currently faced uh, away from the water, you can see into into the downtown a little bit. Uh, You you happen to spot somebody uh, rounding a corner and going behind uh, a building, and you are pretty sure that they were looking at you, and for some reason, you feel like this, your eye was drawn toward them for some reason. Dez, you beat this with flying colors. What Was that Marcus? Oh my gosh. That looked like Marcus. Someone was just
2: eyeballing us up there.
3: Albion, did, did you see that?
2: I saw someone. What? Wow, what's up?
3: Was that... Was that Marcus? F-
2: what? Sh- sh- should, we, should, we, should we go find out? I mean, I... Look, I gotta wait on this guy. Um, uh. Okay, you know what? I'll go. Yeah. Got- um. Hey, uh, Sylvester, would you, uh, would you
3: go for a brisk constitutional with me for a few moments? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So she's gonna take Sylvester and just start walking really fast.
1: <laughs> okay. Sylvester is walking casually, but because he is taller, he's basically just walking normally. bro i don't know know how
2: how much we told you about marcus
4: not a lot but i know he's your magic maybe warlock friend that disappeared that beaumont seems to not like
2: well i met him uh, a while ago before i met dez and uh he's a he's a dangerous fella. he knows how to throw spells around he's a also someone who's particularly touchy about arcane knowledge um when he found out that I had uh Gugnir he um he was not necessarily thrilled with the idea but he's also someone who I trusted implicitly okay and someone who I have I don't know where he's been and I don't know what happened and if we all we know is someone called for him called in a debt of some kind, and then he was gone. Gone. So this could... This could get weird. This could get...
0: messy. So, uh... Stay tight, alright? Okay. Des and Sylvester, I'm going to have you make me an athletics roll, because you'll be crossing a whole bunch of zones. And, uh, your athletics target... Is going to be a three. Fine. Oh, uh, Christine! I just remembered that Dez came down on her bike. Yeah. I don't know if that is a thing that you want to utilize or not.
3: Uh, well, would that matter with a athletics roll of zero?
0: I don't think that that would give you three extra shifts of success. Hmm. Um, I I would say that it would let you cross one zone. Uh, faster uh, at a time so what do we have from sylvester Four. okay yeah you you are definitely the more athletic person here for obvious reasons and you also know what marcus looks like so you are able to uh kind of head up i think it's just past the skinny pancake there's a, a turn left into uh, an alley and you look down and you happen to catch what looks like somebody you haven't seen for half a year now. Just barely as he is uh, rounding a corner uh, around another building. Des, unfortunately, is uh, some steps behind you. Oh.
3: She's probably walking with her bike. That's <laughs> slowing her down. Yeah, let's go with that.
0: Yeah. So what are you gonna do? You think you've just seen Marcus disappear around another corner?
1: Yeah, Marcus, wait the fuck up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um are you gonna wait for a sec to see if he pops his head back out? Cause yeah, he okay. did disappear from view. Yeah, wait a sec. He uh you don't see you don't see anybody. <sighs> it does not seem like he has waited up. Hmm.
3: Make another athletics roll?
0: You can you can certainly go for it if you want. Can Marcus veil? You actually don't know. Hmm. All right, that's a two. I got another four. Okay. Well, since he decided not to wait up, you step up the pace, and uh, you are able to make it to that corner by the time that you feel like you should be able to see anybody that had gone around back that way, and there's no one there. Hmm. Mm.
3: Investigation roll.
0: Yeah, once once you, uh, I'm sure that Sylvester will wait for you to catch up, but you can you can make investigation rolls both. Yeah. You. Okay. Your your target is going to be a three. Hmm. I got a one. Six. A six? Yeah. Okay. Well, with a six, you can definitely identify the fact that nobody is back there. Just... But
3: I, did he, like, drop something, perhaps, or...?
0: I, I will say that with your resounding investigatory success... You can see a puddle from some of the the melted snow that had dripped down. There's like a bit of a low spot uh, on the the pavement there uh, that has collected some water and uh, there are some slightly drier patches that do have apparent footprints as if somebody had just walked through, like say, stepped in that puddle and then stepped off uh, onto the drier pavement. But... Uh, that's it, there's not much dry pavement to go around. You are dealing with a lot of melting snow and ice around. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the only thing that you can clearly pick up on.
3: Uh, we lost him. Shit. Why would he walk away from us like that?
1: I mean, it's either he's still being hunted by, you know, the Beaumont's people. And we do kind of hang around Beaumont a lot.
2: I have a question.
0: Hmm. Do I have a phone number for Marcus? I don't think you do. I mean, you might have, but I definitely don't think you do now. And if you did, you would have definitely tried it previously.
3: Sylvester, can I borrow a pen quickly? Yeah, sure. She's going to take one of her business cards and circle her phone number. On the business card and just write, M, call me, please. And then drop the business card on the ground on a dry spot. Nice. Okay. Um. I have tape, you know. (laughs) Where would you 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 tape it to? And yeah, why do you have tape? Well, it's not. You're going to wrap a present?
1: It's not tape. It's fun tech. Look, I've got all these friggin' pockets in my jacket. I have. Supplies and crack, all right?
3: Well, thank you for the pen. She's going to give it back. And uh, she's going to just kind of sadly walk back towards the docks again.
0: And I will walk beside. So, a a Vermont Fish and Wildlife warden is actually walking over to meet you. Uh, You hear that officer uh, call for you. Alvin's going to walk over. Yep. So. Uh this individual uh looks like they've been around the block, they've seen some fish, they've seen some wildlife, they've been with the department a few years for sure. They introduced themselves as uh fish and game or fish and wildlife warden Mick Johnson. <laughs> 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 and uh say that the, the officer here said that you uh you're you're a fisher and you you uh you had a couple questions.
2: Well, I'm mostly a uh, mostly a hunter, but I do dabble in fishing. And I'm—I was just curious as to uh, if you have any idea what's causing all this.
0: Ah, uh, is this? Uh, you have concern that this might, uh, perhaps like impact your own uh, your own sport or your own your own uh activities?
2: Yeah, that is my my primary worry. Unfortunately, I mean, if this is just. I don't know if this is like climate change related or if this is some sort of, if it's a contagion of some kind, that might be something to be very worried
1: about.
0: Well, if it were something infectious, uh, we wouldn't necessarily know at this point. Uh, It seems that this particular, uh, this particular incident is, well, it only started this morning uh, in the early morning hours to, for uh, this accumulation of, uh, of. The uh, uh, unfortunate fish here to have washed up. It seems like, it, yeah, it it couldn't have been. Uh, it couldn't have been any more recent than just last night. Uh, climate change. I don't know. I mean. It, it's a bit early, it's a bit of an early thaw here, you know, unusually warm day something, you know, it, it could have just triggered something in the environment uh, that would have caused this, but I can't say for sure, and we're still investigating, so um, is this something that you, uh, you make a living off of, or? Uh, it is,
2: it's my trade, so to speak. Um, I ain't been a local long enough to do it professionally around here, but, uh, I, I don't know if you can tell from my accent that I do
0: not originate in the Burlington area. So I'm going to have you roll a, a deceit of two uh, on this, because you, you are kind of... You're lying about some stuff here. Yeah,
2: I don't have a deception score is the problem. <laughs> oh, but I rolled a three,
1: so
0: we're good. Okay. Okay, yeah, you're you're covering your tracks. I think uh, well enough that they're not immediately suspicious, uh, and uh, definitely not enough to be like, "Hey, that's not true." So, yeah, you're you're just continuing to converse and try to get info out of them. Um, but uh, yeah, at this point, it's mostly too early to tell. They think that probably that uh, that surge of of warm air overnight probably just cause some, uh, environmental incident that they don't, they don't totally know the extent of, but they would advise, they would definitely advise you to, uh, not attempt to fish anything for a little while. It's gonna, like, that's gonna just be standard for everybody is to not fish for a while until they figure out exactly what's going on. Well, thank
2: you, Mr. McJohnson. I do appreciate your time. Uh, if you forgive me asking, are you,
0: sorry, go ahead. Oh I uh, uh, beg my pardon. Uh I was going to say I don't uh, it, early indication on uh, uh f- from what we can see from just, you know, immediate visual inspection of these things, it doesn't look like predator behavior. Uh they're not eaten, they're just dead. So, uh we're leaning more towards some uh, potentially something bacterial uh it could be pollution related uh can't can't tell for sure but it it's it's more likely uh it's more likely that there's there's something happening in the water that we just need to uh figure out and test for
2: all right well um is there any way i can anybody I can get in touch to uh if you learn more i can follow up on that
0: well, I mean, you can go to our, our website, and we do have a, a general number um, uh, for for inquiries, but, uh, I mean, it, it's probably, you're probably going to be stuck in the same boat, pardon the pun, as uh, anyone else that you know that, that fishes, just kind of, you have to stay off the water for... for uh, commercial or sport fishing for a little while and uh we'll we'll keep releasing statements and I'm sure you'll you'll hear about it soon enough but uh um uh, yeah just just call uh and he gives you the the number uh for or go to the website for any more information all right thank you um Albion does want
2: like a more like personal line but he's not gonna push his luck I already had to live once and that was bad enough I'm not good at that. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. McJohnson, uh, do appreciate your time, and, uh, good luck, stay safe out here.
0: Uh, thanks, you too, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, try to get you back out on the water as soon as we can, hopefully. Much appreciated. And he's gonna kind of gracefully exit this conversation and
2: immediately try to hook up with Dez at uh, Sylvester.
0: Uh, you, you do know, uh, he does mention that there is a, uh, a directory of, uh, fish and wildlife employees on the website that, you know, if you need to contact, uh, people. That's awesome. Thank you so much. R- much appreciate And, uh,
2: and now I am gonna try and catch up with them and figure out if, what's going on. I think a reconvening makes sense. Reconvening by the Skinny Pancake. So, was it him?
3: It looked like him, but, uh, you weren't able to get to him in time. He's kind of vanished.
1: He can't- is he-
2: can he do that? I have no fucking idea. Last I checked, he mostly did wind magic. Okay. So, what, he flew? If anything, he probably opened a way of some kind. Uh... That's just my theory.
3: I, uh... I left my business card, so maybe he'll get in touch if he wants to.
2: Well, we can also try and, uh, see if he's at any of his old stomping grounds in the area.
3: <laughs> what, like the diner?
2: Maybe. I don't it's know. It's
3: close, though, isn't it?
2: Yeah, who knows? Maybe he's nostalgic.
1: Is the diner have a bulletin board?
2: The diner, it's still closed, I think. I don't think anyone else has moved in.
1: Hmm.
3: Well, um, I think I'm gonna go home because I wanna get away from this smell.
2: Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Ro, what you planning on doing?
4: Um I have no plans today, so Yeah, you know, we wanna go to your old diner with the people pies. I'm down I guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I might as well go take a gander. Uh, ah, it's probably nothing.
1: Well, be standing around here smelling fish shit.
2: <laughs> that's fair. All right, you uh, you stay in touch if anything else happens. All right.
3: Oh yeah, definitely.
2: All right. Um, and Albion's gonna drive to where the Three Sisters Diner used to be. Yeah, Who's going with you. Me
4: and Row. So does Des, okay. Des just want to go?
0: Does Des need a ride back, or is she good? <laughs> I
4: I guess Des, Des has her bike. Yeah, she does have her bike.
1: Okay.
3: I mean, she was going to kind of just stick around her phone, in all honesty.
2: Does that just want to come, then?
3: Uh, I meant her house phone, but... Uh, yes. Yeah, she'll, she'll... Oh,
2: okay.
3: She'll come with you, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, You know, this is a very sad thing to ask, but, like, would you be just sort of tethered to that house phone, waiting for a call that you don't know if it'll come, or would you be sadder <laughs> if you missed that call? <laughs> uh, no she, she she wants to go to the house and be by the phone
4: guys
2: okay. <laughs> that's fair okay. okay does someone want to go with her then
1: Me. Uh, she's an
2: introvert two two? she'll
4: be okay well, if if you guys want to go I'll, I can go back to the house Ro can just vibe
2: <laughs> Ro's just vibing
4: she's also never been to the diner so she has no hands in these pies
0: all right. Oh,
1: <laughs> All right. come on. Literally. <laughs> oh, God. Gwen.
2: I wasn't that's even there for that whole thing. <laughs> I know. You get a gold star. So,
4: <laughs> thank you.
2: Yeah, Albion and Sylvester are going to go to the diner then. Yeah. yeah. And Albion's actually going to call the wolves and have him meet him there because he has to talk to the wolf pack in a bit.
0: <sighs> I mean, they met Marcus, so. It's true. Yeah, if anyone's going to be able to keep their ear to the ground for him,
1: Nose.
0: <laughs> well, they have ears. I didn't want to
2: say that. It would be <laughs> racist.
1: Can <laughs> you be racist towards wolves?
0: That I sp- guess. They called me racist once. Wouldn't that be specious? Specious? Specious. Specious. <laughs> yeah, specious. Anyway, anyway, I find uh, that claim a bit specious. Specious.
4: <laughs> specious. So, anyway, let's let's
2: move on from this terrible digression. This uh, this death of show. Oh,
1: wait, hang and, on. Um, but let us draw the curtain on this sordid scene and move on to happier times. <laughs> Ad <laughs> break. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was referencing to sing the Dover Boys, but okay.
0: That's applause for you. Yes. Hey everybody, it's Mike, your GM and new year, new me, boy. It's, it's very much the same me as last year, though, just in a new year. Happy new year to everybody. This is a good start to the new year, Michael. You keep telling yourself that, and eventually you might believe it. Thank you everybody for listening to our show. It really has meant a lot to us for... The fact that we have any listeners to this fun thing that we do, and uh, it's really been a huge boon for us over the past year for so many reasons that I'm sure you can intuit. Uh, But genuinely, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much. Well, still stuck inside for the foreseeable future, so time to get back on my book grind. I have not been reading books nearly as much as I ought to, and I should get back on that. And a good, inexpensive way to do that is with our sponsor, Abe Books. They're an online marketplace listing millions of new, used, rare, and out-of-print books and other collectible items, as well as cheap textbooks, which, if I were going back to school, would be an absolute blessing. I mean, textbooks are pretty much the worst part of the college experience, other than, okay, they're one of the worst, like, you know what? College is cool. Go to college if you can. That's that's fine. Um, Anyway, about a books. They connect you with thousands of professional booksellers in more than 50 countries worldwide. Uh, so if you can't find the book that you're looking for in the U.S., maybe they got it somewhere else. It, there's over 50 countries that they have. You're bound to find your book somewhere. Our referral link is affiliates abebooks.com slash ppn so if you want to go fill your life with more books please go to affiliates.abebooks.com slash ppn Thanks as always to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting our show as well as other fun shows like No Dice. If you're a fan of actual play podcasts like this one, go listen to them. Home Viewing, which I was on recently talking about 2017's Logan, a movie I had not seen until reviewing it for that episode, and Cult Classics, who just wrapped up the 12 Days of Cultsmiths, which is just Such a fun time. It's a bunch of people from across the network, including members of our show. I'm on a couple of those as well, Uh, making bad Hallmark movies for the holidays. It's, It's so much fun. If you like our show and are still on social media for some reason, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at GMMcast. We rely entirely on word of mouth for our advertising, so if you do tweet about us, use the hashtag GMMcast. We might name an NPC after you, like we did with Mick Johnson, who is a listener of our show and is frequently on our Discord server, where we do a lot of Jackbox streams and other fun party game stuff like that. Links to all of these things are in the episode description. And now back to another new year of Green Mountain Mysteries. Enjoy! Hi,
3: I'm Brittany and I have a bachelor's degree in film and television. And I'm Jessica and I have a bachelor's degree in Equine Studies. What would happen if we put our heads together? We would come up with the new best worst horse movie? Like a movie where a horse is the best hardboiled detective the city has ever seen. Or a movie where horses are fighting in the front lines in a space war. We're doing just that here at Cult Classics, a new show on the Pocket Podcast Network. Join us every other Monday
4: for good horses, bad plots, and all the bad horse movies you
2: never knew you needed in your life yeah so uh what scene do you want to do first there gm
0: I, i'm gonna say you guys should investigate over there uh right. meet up so... with your friends in the wolf pack from the farm All right, so we show up and the wolves show up yeah they show up on motorcycles
4: they're so cool
0: so four red werewolves pull up on motorcycles You all have met John, uh, Wesley, the sort of nervous gearhead, Annie, who you may remember is a loop guru, which is a special kind of werewolf, and Phoebe, who you don't know much about at all. Howdy, gang. John speaks up. Hey, uh, so what's up and why are we here exactly? So, we were invested- I don't know if you heard what's going
2: on in Burlington proper, but a bunch of fish are turning up dead in the shore. And at the same time, there's been a- We think we saw Marcus.
0: Their- their ears all perk up. But- M- Marcus? The- 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 the guy who left? Yeah, the one who, uh, the one who
2: left, who, uh, was with us during the, uh, the pies incident.
0: <laughs> we think he might be back in town. or someone that looks like him. Phoebe comes over to you and, and says, How close did you get? Sylvester, how close did you get? I
1: thought I got pretty close, because I turned the corner, so I thought <laughs> I'd catch up with him, and then he just kind of vanished.
0: She, she is smelling you. <laughs> All right. I don't smell Marcus on you. That's kind You'd of why... Probably... I... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you probably didn't get close enough, but... Had to had to check. Fair. And she, she sort of shuffles back into the group. Well, I kind of figured
1: if it wasn't him, either he, since you say he uses wind magic, either he flew before I could notice him, or perhaps he opened a, a way...
0: Now, you will recall, uh, when he departed, he did leave through a way into the never-never. It's not one that he opened, though. You uh-huh. don't know how capable he is or isn't of doing that. You do know that the last time you saw him, he wasn't the one that opened that way. Right.
2: Yeah, so... I figure... There are some people I know who might be better hunters than I am. Just... Pointing that out there, so I figured if anyone could help us keep our eyes open, our ears peeled, and our noses to the groundstone, it would be y'all
0: uh Annie says, well, I mean, we all could use an excuse to go into town though i I guess with all the uh dead fish showing up, that would probably make that venture a bit tricky. Uh, and maybe highly unpleasant for those of us with more refined noses, and she looks at the other three. I will
2: owe you several rounds at the bar in Moncton.
0: Okay, well, I mean, the best they got at Full Moon is okay, but, um... (laughs) Then I'll take you to one of the fancier bars they got here in town. (sighs) All right, regulators mount up. (laughs) (laughs) Is that, are you the regulators now, or is that just you being,
2: being pop culture referencing?
0: Sorry, let me Uh, do
2: another thing of that. Uh, so are y'all the regulators now, or is that a pop culture thing?
0: John just kind of leans his head, uh, and sighs and looks toward Sylvester, like, come on, you get it. Yes,
1: I got it.
2: So- I'm just
0: saying, if y'all want to call yourselves the regulators, it's pretty damn rad. No. Where- no, sorry. We're we're just we're just farmers, and we're very concerned that if something's hitting uh, the local ecology, that we have livestock to take care of. So, I mean, we have a couple reasons to go and try and find out what's going on. So, uh, this isn't entirely for you, but it's also definitely for you because there is a promise of good beer at the end of it. Yeah, honestly. I have missed y'all. Yeah, we've uh we missed you too. We could have we could have used you a while back. Oh yeah, what happened? We told you about the whole thing with the griffin, man. What oh
2: shit, talking? right that. <laughs> I thought I thought something else might have gone down.
0: Griffin? <laughs> no. It...
2: Yeah, they there was a griffin, uh, in Moncton, and our wolf pack here decided to uh go hunting. <laughs> yeah, it was we, a uh, whole
0: thing amazing
4: yeah, yeah we just gotta, gotta listen to yeah. the episode
0: yeah just go go listen to the episode that got recorded about it it was the uh no dice <laughs> episode uh, wait hold on uh wesley realized that he realized he's breaking the fourth wall and just disappears <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's been thoroughly demolished Yeah, it's just um, dust at this point <laughs> the people on the podcast turn and look at the audience it's like
1: uh you know not like you hear those like uh when a guy turns to dust in a cartoon it's like a grandpa cough like <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: the wall anyway uh yeah so so yes they agree to go in town and see if they can uh, find any any trace of Marcus for you uh, in the uh, promise of good beer and uh, they it, if you unless you have any more business, they're going to just sort of hop on their bikes and ride. Nope, am going to give them a uh, fist bumps and <laughs> uh, wish them well. And then I'm going
2: to I remember where the way opened here, right?
0: Yeah, it's going like to be hard, for hard to, forget. to forget.
1: If I, if you find anything, I owe each of you a bottle of Sam Adams. utopia.
0: Um, they are all fine with this. Phoebe just kind of cocks her head curiously, and you can see Annie just sort of like pulling her aside and explaining some stuff. Yeah. $200 a
1: bottle. So... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Wait, really? Yeah,
1: 28% alcohol content. Ooh. Oh, jeez. Aged, aged in a barrel for two years. Alright. So after, it they... It illegal after in they leave...
4: <laughs>
2: All right, back on topic, yes. um, after they leave, Albion is going to look at the spot where the way opened, and he's going to open his third eye. He's been training on his discipline, he's been sort of opening and reopening his eye in training uh, at the shrine a little bit in practice, so he's been sort of trying to hone it and
0: focus it. Okay, so... Um... Yeah, the the side effect of using the site for you is now kind of a, a more and more known quantity because you keep opening it. So um, I'm going to have you make me, obviously, discipline and lore. Uh, and in this case, I have a very specific mechanic that I am going to implement here and it is uh, that this particular side effect of the temporary blindness in your right eye is going to be dependent on how many fate points you have to spend on discipline to close the site. I think that that's a fun way of of playing that mechanic out at this point. You know what?
2: I agree. I like that. I like that a lot, actually.
0: Okay. So uh, you open up the site and you look in this area here um and yeah you're you're just trying to look for what any sign of uh like residual magic from 6 months ago or uh the way or
2: any residual magic from recently anything that would mean that Marcus has been here
0: also okay. just to see if the way is still here okay um yeah so you you open the site and I'm going to have you roll uh, your discipline first uh, against an intensity of three. All righty. Um, I rolled neutral, but my discipline is base three now. So I hit. OK. Cool. Um, and now roll that Lord. Try to understand what you're looking at.
2: All right. That is a lore roll of four.
0: OK. Um, it seems like nobody has necessarily, like, done anything extraordinarily magical here recently. Uh, it seems as though there's, like, minor confluences of, uh, of varying, varying sorts. Uh, things that might indicate, like, that this particular space in time, um... It's not really like a strong tether necessarily to the Never Never uh, for any reason, but it seems like it could be slightly more apt to a way opening for one reason or another, but uh, nothing extraordinary. (sighs) Well, I don't know what I was
2: expecting. And uh, he's going to look back at the diner. He's going to look back at the
0: diner itself, I guess. Okay. Keeping that open, huh? Yep. All right, well, um, what you are looking at when you look at the diner is significantly more intense than what you were just looking at, so, um, we are going to have a discipline of five versus what you are looking at. Okay, um, I got a six. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, give me that. Lore I have roll. plus three
2: discipline now, homie.
0: Give me that lore roll also.
2: That is a five, but I'm going to um
0: tag uh five meats.
2: Oh, okay, that's
0: right. Um, yeah, this is an unpleasant place to look at in the site. Uh, given what you know happened in this particular diner. You know that this was run by a trio of hags who uh, were targeting certain individuals and killing them, and uh, alternately feeding them to the uh, to the monsters to keep them at bay, to their troll to keep him in their employ, and very occasionally to themselves and to customers in the form of pies. Uh, And, of course, using uh, some of that to try to feed the mandrakes that they were growing in their garden. Uh, So, yeah, a lot of really terrible stuff is rooted in this particular location. And uh, the, the windows look like eyes, just not shaped like eyes, but they feel like, those sorts of portals, you know, looking out in desperation, and the doorways seem like gaping maws, uh, consuming what is, what lies inside. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a hellish building to look at in the site, and now you've remembered that forever.
2: Yeah, well, I wasn't going to forget anytime soon anyway, so I might as well have a vivid visual memory for it. Um... I'm going to
0: close the sight. Okay. Uh yeah, you feel you feel a little bit of uh intense pressure on that right eye, but nothing extraordinary seems to happen. Uh as you after you close the sight, uh you your vision temporarily disorients, but it sinks back together and it seems like it's just a little bit of annoyance at this point, but nothing you can't look past.
2: Well, should have figured this is gonna be a waste of time, Sylvester.
0: But call me naive I fucking guess.
1: Well, we had to try,
0: bro. What are you up to while they're doing this?
4: I'm hanging out at Dez's house. I've probably oh.
0: no, you you uh you went with them.
4: No, I went with Dez.
1: No,
0: you went with Dez. Oh.
4: Yeah, because I didn't want her to be alone. Okay.
0: Ro, what are you doing at Des's house right now?
4: I'm sitting on the floor of the kitchen trying to glue teacups back together because we keep breaking (laughs) them and I feel bad.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny because she's actually been doing, Desdemona's actually been doing a project with shattered (laughs) teacups.
4: So I ruined your cups and now your art. Perfect.
3: No, I I'm sure that it's mostly done in the basement by now. Anyway,
4: that <laughs> she's fixing the latest one that she's broken on the way, like in the house. <laughs> <laughs> but not your special teacup, right? Yeah, no, not the fancy one.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, as you as you are standing up from your proud work, um, <laughs> it, you're. Your eye catches the window uh, out of Des's kitchen and uh, give me a quick alertness, a target of let's say three. Got a five, baby. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you can see a vehicle that's just kind of parked on the road there and uh, you make eye contact with somebody in the vehicle and... They have made eye contact with you, and they just kind of nod, and uh, very slowly and deliberately drive away. Do I recognize them? It's almost certainly somebody that works for your dad. Ugh. (laughs) I mean, he, he knows that you're in Burlington now, and he's promised not to mess with you, but... He'd never promise not to keep an eye on you.
4: Yeah, that's creepy. This is my
3: friend's house. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's where they found you the first time.
4: I know. (laughs) Okay, so Ro makes a mental note to next time she has a run in with her father to chastise him for that. Uh, (laughs) And probably goes to just check on Dez to make sure she's okay.
0: Dez? It's been (laughs) some time. And the phone has not rang what does what does this look like and it What does this look like for for you
3: so she probably started out by doing some uh anxiety cleaning like dusting knickknacks all over the parlor and after a while, she kind of just gets a little frustrated and she actually uh makes her way all the way up to the attic and just kind of stares at the trunk that he helped that Marcus helped her get a poltergeist out of um all that time ago and just kind of looks at it for a little bit just to reminisce and you know she's just kind of tapping her fingers on her arms kind of nervously and she probably paces the house a little bit too um probably starts to try to you know cook something in the kitchen and she's like "Ah, i can't focus right now i'm just gonna go make a cup of tea (laughs) so that's what that's like (laughs) starting and stopping a whole bunch of different stuff
2: Okay.
0: Fair enough. So yeah, no one no one has called your your house number uh today, or at, at the very least, nobody that's Marcus. I mean, maybe the occasional business inquiry, you still run a business out of this house, of course, but uh mm-hmm. no no calls from Marcus yet. Oh well. To be fair, it only has been a couple hours.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you know it feels longer to her, though.
0: The the phone rings.
3: She's gonna scramble to go get it. Uh-uh. H- hello?
0: Oh, hey, uh, it's... It's Wesley calling, uh... I, we we just met up with, um... With Albion and Sylvester, and, uh... God, it fucking freaks in town today! It, yeah, making this yeah. hard, but, uh, we've been... Yeah, we've been trying to uh, sniff out your buddy Marcus, and uh, haven't haven't found anything yet.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, where uh where was he uh, exactly? Like they didn't really give us a lot to work with.
3: Um, kind of uh near the water. Uh, we kind of lost his trail about a co- the corner around the skinny pancake. That's sort of oh, where we okay. lost the trail. Yeah. Yeah, if um if you see a if you see a business card on the ground just just leave it there.
0: Okay. Uh Hey, um what could you could you like I don't know, like could could you text me that, I guess?
3: Text you to leave the business card <laughs> on the ground?
0: No, no, no no, no, like I'm I'm just it's really it really sucks in town. I have like we've all got real sensitive noses, except Annie. She's being real smug about it. Um, and uh, like, just I, I'm real distracted right now, so like uh, I'm just trying to make sure that we do a good job searching for your friends. So your friend here. So just like text me the the info on where to look. I guess.
3: Um. Okay. Uh. Just let me write down your number quickly. Yeah. Okay, um, I will text you that information.
0: Wait, you you, you should have my number already.
3: Y- you called my house line.
0: Well, it, yeah, I thought we... I thought we had, like, a phone tree. It. Anyway.
3: I'm also distracted today, Wesley. I apologize. Of course I have your number. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, great. Uh.
3: Yep, if uh, Albion shows up, I'll let him know that you... Haven't smelled anything yet
0: well uh don't you know don't give up hope. we just didn't really know where to start hmm yeah i I'll text you thank okay. you yeah thanks and Bye. uh there yeah, click um yeah so are are you actually like writing down the number that they called from, or are you just gonna like actually go grab the info that you already had on how to contact them?
3: And she'll grab the information that she has. She'll go to her desk. That's in her parlor, and it's okay. There. And
0: you, you just text Wesley with that information about that. Yep. Cool. All right. <laughs> um. Some time passes, and de- uh, Sorry, Albion, Sylvester. What are you gonna do after meeting with the with the wolves?
2: Um. Albion's probably just gonna grab some takeout from a uh, Four Corners.
1: Yeah, so I just
2: going to head home. Okay. Alvin's just going to... I don't know. I'm sorry, guys.
1: Why? It's it's a (laughs) slow (laughs) day.
2: Every time Alvin's going there and just... He knows it's a stupid thing to hope, but he's hoping Marcus might be there. He's just having the idea that Marcus might be back is messing with his head a little bit.
0: Yeah, you you get into the the four corners to pick up some sandwiches, and uh, Ladislav just looks at you and says, "Hey, why why the long face? Is it because it's uh it's it stinks like fish?"
2: <laughs> well, that certainly does not help, my friend. But uh, we think you remember Marcus, uh, my buddy who we uh we used to eat here sometimes before uh. Back when I first kind of rolled into town? Oh, of course. Of course, I remember everybody that you bring in. Yeah, um, he might... We think he might be back in town. And we are... I'm con... It's messing with all of us, because we haven't... Seen him in half a year, and... He left with very odd circumstances, and...
0: It's just throwing me for a goddamn loop. I mean, I, I could probably probably make a sandwich that would make him want to come back. <laughs> you know what, Ladislav?
2: If anyone else were to say that, I would think it was nonsense, but
0: I believe in your power, my friend. Uh, just, I just make what the Great Spirit tells me to make. Yeah, and it works out pretty damn well.
2: So, uh, yeah, no, you, uh, you
0: you let me know if you hear anything. I will, and, uh, if, if, if you think you see him again, uh, tell him I make him a Thai chicken sandwich so good he never leave town again. (laughs) I will
2: absolutely let him know. And, uh, you have yourself a lovely day as always, sir. Oh, of course, of course. And Albion is going to crack open his ale as he walks out and just starts slugging it back.
0: All right. Um, Albion. Uh, yeah? You get, you get a phone call. It is from John the Werewolf. Howdy. Albion, get into town now.
2: Should I call the gang?
0: I, yeah, but as long as you're on the way in.
2: All right, where at? Where am I meeting you?
0: It, the, b- behind Skinny Pancake And uh I guess like Something just whacked Wesley real bad Fuck I'll be right there
2: Alright Albion text the others Skinny Pancake now
3: Oh guess Albion wants and some he dinner is,
2: He is on his way
4: said it i'm just <laughs> she she
3: is not a furry she doesn't even have internet why would you do this to her <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my word well you don't have to have internet to be a furry to be fair
3: to to know what a furry is i suppose anyway what are we <laughs> <laughs> uh, just let her be a little pure cinnamon roll
0: <laughs> uh I mean, a lot of furries are pure little cinnamon. I'm just going to not. Don't. Oh, my goodness. I'm not going to keep doing this. Don't do it.
4: Don't. Don't do it.
3: Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.